My whole life, I've been what they call a whoremonger. A lot of hot-looking poon on the raft aisle. Does being on a spit roast between two dudes make a man gay? Too busy having corgasms at the gym. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I'm your host, Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the program. Episode 94 of the show. I'm sitting in a different chair today, so it might be a different show. I've moved one chair over for reasons that are nobody's business, but I noticed that as I look around, I have different views. Like it's, I'm sort of discombobulated, and that might be better for you. As always, I tell you how to reach out. We like to have an interactive program. We like to talk to our listeners, and we like them to talk to us. You can do that by emailing us, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You can also send us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS, The Baller Lifestyle. You can also, I, I implore you to subscribe. A lot of people this week, this was a big thing this week. A lot, I, I, somebody reached out last week. Oh, it was our, our boy Kyle in Wisconsin. He reached out last week and he's like, hey, you do that Friday Facts on the radio with Travis Rogers. You got to put that on the website. And I was like, I, put, I do. I put it on the Facebook page every week. And then there was a whole thing about where people were conversing. Well, I don't have Facebook and I don't know. Okay, just get you do. Some, at some point, you made a Facebook page, and you do what I do. You go on Facebook, and you hide everybody that's from high school. As soon as you see somebody make a post, you click in the top right corner, and you just hide them, and you never see them again. And then you just follow the things that are important to you. You use it. You make it work for you. And in this case, you get all the updates from the Baller Lifestyle Podcast if you go on Facebook and like the Baller Lifestyle Podcast Facebook page. So do that. Subscribe on iTunes. A lot of people, and then there's a lot of people out there that are like, I'm Android. I can't, I can't do the iTunes thing. Well, that's your problem. You, when your contract comes up or even before, pay that, get out a contract fee and go get yourself a fucking iPhone and get on iTunes and then get a Mac and get, I'll do the whole Apple situation because it's just better if you do. Get on iTunes, like the show there. Click five stars, do all that. Uh, joining me now, as always, it's Ed Daly. Ed, how you doing? Good. Two things. Uh, one, we've we've uh, we've had some listeners talk about how they like when we bring up anniversaries. Today, the day we tape, November third, uh, twenty five years ago, nineteen ninety, the Speed episode, Jesse wow. Spano on Saved wow. by the Bell. Wow. Yeah. Just wanted everyone to know. My, wow. bu- my buddy tipped me off. Important day of bad acting history. Yeah, you know, the thing about, and I know we've made it, uh, we've, you've made it known on this show before that you used to masturbate to Lisa Turtle. But I in did. retrospect... I really it, didn't like Jesse Spano. She was, she was a distant third. Very unlikable, not attractive, very annoying. It was very, very shocking when Saved by the Bell ended and she was the one that went out and did a so, n- did nude scenes in a movie. Yeah. Everybody and I, thought I that watched, would be Kapowski. I watched that. I, yeah, of course. But, you know, she went on to, to be uh, the hot, one of the hot chicks on, uh, on 90210. Val- Valerie Malone. Yeah, but I did tune into Showgirls because 
Gina Gershon was in that one. A oh, huge fan. Oh, Co- my co-star of our, our dear friend Jason Stewart in a film. Yeah. Just, just such a big fan. Uh, I recall, I was just recalling this the other day with uh, our dear friend of the show, uh, who will show up later, Fancy Sauce. I was talking about the time that Larry David got a free pass on Curb Your Enthusiasm to go out and have an affair. And he was going to have an affair with Gina Gershon, except that she was like an Orthodox Jew. That's, so he was he was going to have to bang her through a sheet. That's still, right. it's, it's Gina Gershon. That's like, worth it. Totally worth it. Yeah, Absolutely. I would totally do it through a sheet for her. Um, more more uncomfortable, more awkward. Jesse Spano freaking out on speed. Really or, bad acting. Or Jesse Spano having an orgasm in the... In the hot tub in Showgirls. Yeah, that was pretty bad. But, I mean, the speed scene was an all-time low in acting history. So bad. So (laughs) terrible. Uh, I'll give you a couple guesses, and you're going to get it. What's what's a crazy girl profession? What what comes to mind? Okay, well, number one is nurse. (laughs) Nurse, the number one crazy girl profession. Also... Hairstylist. I mean, mm. we're not we're not counting stripper as a profession, right? No, 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 no. exotic dancer, no, no. Uh, ha- hairstylist, hairdresser is up there. Nurse. Uh, let me think. Like crazy girl profession. Uh, I, I guess those would be the top two. How about yoga instructor? Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. But yoga instructor. I mean, that's more of a sideline. Like that's not that's nobody's professed job, right? Well, that's, that's something you do between jobs. You know, a girl. A girl from from uh, my childhood that was actually one of my my original like middle school crushes. Uh, she is a batshit crazy yoga instructor oh, yeah. now. Oh yeah, I'm and sure. she's posted three times over the last like few days about the dangers of Halloween candy and what sugar does to children's yes. body. And she's like, if you la- allow your child to binge on, on Halloween candy, this is what happened. And she included a binge as one piece of candy. Oh, no. Come on. What? Come on. No, no. no. <laughs> one piece. That's crazy. My That's kids crazy. My kids started trick-or-treating at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, one, one piece of candy. Because they had, like, a town parade, and right. then, like, it led into trick-or-treating. But, like... One piece of candy that that ship had sailed by one fifteen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's what we as parents know our limitations because the thing about sugar binges is it turns kids into shitheads. Yes, but it's Halloween. Not right. one. Piece you let of them candy. have a day. Yeah, and she called it a binge for one piece of candy. No, come on, that's and just crazy. She's just insufferable. She's also the one who will be like, "Hey, it's you know so and so's birthday," and. I made this, you know, uh, gluten-free, blah, 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 no sugar cake, and he loves it. He loves it, like, just to say she's a better mom. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. But now she's a yoga instructor, like, how's the body? I gotta say, I was pretty pretty into her in middle school. Like, she's, I mean, she's she's looking like somebody who's in shape, but, like, meh. Nothing special. Whatever. I mean, special. If if you're listening to the show, I take it all back. But no, now she's not. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think? I mean, what what would be the odds? Yeah, <laughs> pretty slim. If pretty, she pretty listened to the slim. show, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, could be a perfectly nice person, but yes. she's fucking she's insufferable on Facebook. 
Agree. Yeah, calm down. I I I see a lot of that around. That's why you that's why you hide those people. You hide those people and you follow only you get your like New York Times and your Atlantic but, Daily Beast, the stuff you follow, your sports deadspin and all that and the Baller Lifestyle podcast. I I I have hidden almost everyone. Yeah. But I kind of <laughs> I uh, my buddy and I, we kind of just keep her in the rotation just yeah. to be like, "Can you believe this shit?" No, I get it. <laughs> there's a little bit of a hate watching, but yeah, it's a great way to source. Like you were saying at yes. the stop of the show, like, yeah, that's how I get the best articles from the, the Washington post and the New York times and vice. Like yeah. there's, you know, that's how I get it. From it's all Facebook. right there. That's uh, that's where we find the information. The, that we the onion, on, to you the on, onion the on Facebook oh, is fantastic. So good. So good. Click I'm hole. So, great. That's a great, yeah, it's a great way to get all that stuff. Uh, okay. Ed, we have a voicemail. It's our old friend, Chris in Maryland. Let's see what he has to say. B. Yo. Chris in Maryland. Long time no chat. Um, two things here. Um, first of all, thanks for boycotting Memphis. I appreciate that. Smart move. Nothing good comes out of Memphis. Second, um, when our easy ed my dear, dear friend, Ed, Bailey and I are going to hang out. I mean, we're in the same area. I play a lot around the University of Maryland area. Um, so, you know, I just assumed we're going to hang out at some point, even though I don't have whiskey to offer. But I have other things, you know, stuff. So uh, let me know. Thanks. Bye. Wow. Okay. I, I feel like I need to be the first to address Chris in Maryland. A few things going on there. First... We have not boycotted anything in Memphis. No. Memphis. And, from Memphis. And I have to point out, to say nothing good has come to Memphis is spoken by a guy who's never been to Rendezvous Ribs, which is the best the best ribs you'll ever get. Right. Well, a lot of good music has come out of Memphis and barbecue and, you know, so, yeah, of course, we. but, but for our purposes, we're fine with anybody from Memphis Absolutely. that wants to contribute to the show, of course, but a Bigger picture, Chris in Maryland has threatened to hang out. He was, he's looking for you to come down to Maryland to get a hang with him. His band he plays around the University of Maryland. Very interested to know what kind of music. I assume you play covers, Chris. Oh, if you're not a cover band, you can go to hell. Because I, I hate when I go to a bar and it's like all uh, original stuff. Playing originals. Hey, you can pepper in one if you're kicking ass with all the uh, the covers. But right, I need to. I, well, I need to know like what are the influences? What's the set list? I need to know Chris and Marilyn's music. And I believe he just offered you drugs. He said, <laughs> "I don't have whiskey because we have a whiskey sponsor. We had a whiskey sponsor on the show. Big news. We could see soon." The return of our momentarily unnamed whiskey sponsor. Oh, interesting. More to come. Uh, he said he, does, he doesn't have whiskey, but he does have, and I'll quote, stuff. <laughs> and, you know, guitarists, rock stars, yes. We, yes. we know what they have to offer. Well, right. <laughs> being that, that he's got stuff to offer, I'm going to tell him he's in luck. What? I am going to be 
What? Hold on. Are you sure this is a good idea? Are you gonna, are you going to text me tomorrow and tell me to edit this part out of the show, Ed? <laughs> I have done that before. Um, <laughs> we, we've needed to do that in the past, and I've honored your request always. You're a good man. This one I'm going to stick with. I'm going to. I'm going. First of all, I'm going to be in an open space where lots of people are around, so I can't be murdered. Right. I I am actually going to be in the great state of Maryland two weeks from tonight to watch what? to watch my beloved. Number three in the country, Maryland Terrapins basketball team, oh take on the Georgetown Hoyas in a big, big matchup. Uh, so if he happens to be in College Park, Maryland on the 17th of November and would fancy uh, having stuff or, or uh, buying a right. beer, yes. getting a beer, I will be in College Park, Maryland. Oh, hopefully he has a gig, a nearby gig. That night, Ed, so you can make your way from the game to your dear friend, I, Chris dear, in Maryland. Dear friend, gig. <laughs> I need, I need some on the scene. I need some citizen journalism from you, Ed. <laughs> I need, a, I need a full report on Chris in Maryland. I'm not what, going. What? I'm not going to anybody's basement. I'm not. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. No. He's. This is he going to have to be like, out in the open. It's going to be at a bar or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is not – you're not going to somebody's backyard. Uh, I will go to a bar and if somebody right. wants to meet me there, yes, I'm, I'm happy man, to have a beer. But my man Ed Daly is not paying any covers. He needs no. to be put on the list. Oh my god. I was I was somewhere not long ago and there were people waiting in line to pay a cover. I was like, whoa. Why, why would you do that? I, I didn't know that still went oh. on. Yes. No. No covers. Uh, wow, that's very exciting. Two weeks – what, what's the date again, Ed? Tuesday the seventeenth. Tuesday we're, the seventeenth. We're going to tape the podcast on a different day because yeah, we I'm, normally we, we normally record on Tuesdays. We're going to record on Monday, Sunday, or Monday that week, so Ed can go to the game and hopefully rendezvous with his dear friend, dear Chris. Dear friend. Although in Maryland, is that a good idea? And his because stuff. I'm, I'm I I'm a little conflicted though. If I meet him at a bar, we know he's going to drive home. No, that's true. That's true. He's he's been known to do that. Well, hey, he, there's, he, there's he, there are trains. There's a train station. Right. At, you know, you can go. You can take the metro. You can. There there are options. Well, he's got to drive because he's got he's, he's got, got his all equipment. his gear, his band gear. He's got to put all his just amps. just throw your guitar on your back like uh, right. like Daniel Larusa in the movie Crossroads and go <laughs> go hitchhike. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, this is really exciting. Yeah. I hope you guys can can get a meetup, and I want I want maybe you can maybe you can interview Chris in Maryland, or he can interview yeah. you, and we can play yeah. some of the sound I, I, from that. I will definitely inter- if if you want to meet, I will definitely interview you, and it'll be on the show. Absolutely, but it's going to cost a beer. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, okay, Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? What is happening that we need to know about? Well, I mean, watching sports over the years, you, you know what happens when an athlete passes his uh, expiration date. That's true. That's true. Uh, you know. c- namely, Kobe Bryant. Has anybody seen Whoa. Kobe Bryant lately? Wow. Holy shit. Wow. He's like me in the NBA right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, Whoa. we all knew he would be bad, but he's 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 Willie Mays in center field for the you know, Mets bad You know right what now. he's like? He's like uh, Scott Howard after Teen Wolf runs, runs out. 
He's right. he's a guy who just doesn't have the powers anymore. Where, where he's just like, I'm just gonna do it, not as the wolf, guys. Oh, yeah. Like that's that's Kobe Bryant, right? He's he's like watching himself dribble. And I don't know. And and what Byron Scott is he still the coach? Unfortunately, yeah. So he's like Bobby Finstock, and he's like, oh, all right, we're gonna lose. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all yeah, right. He's not wolfing out. Well, former light heavyweight boxing contender Yusef Mac Attack Mac. Struggled for I'm, cash after his retirement. I'm going to have to take your word for it on, on the light heavyweight contender. Yeah, content, well, no, it said, I mean, I think he was the, you know, the warm-up tomato can because he did fight in, like, five title matches. Right. But, and like, he, like, he's fought people we've heard of. Like, technically, he if he won, he would have been a titleist. But it right. was probably, like, oh, he's t- tuning up for Bernard Hopkins kind of thing. Right, I gotcha. Okay. Anyway, well, he struggled with cash after his retirement yeah. last year, and what it happens? And wh- where does a what does a thirty five year old man do when he's all done? Uh, and and all he's done is punching people. Like, does he well, does he I go mean, back to school? Does, no. Does he, he goes, go work at a ta- car dealership? Yeah, he does that, or he like bounces at a bar, yeah. or he does like um, Jim Brown, like. Goes and stands in front of a casino or whatever, like casino greeter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Joe Lewis did that, right? Joe Lewis, yeah. Like like one of those type of moves. Right. Like or, there's, there's jobs, like whatever Vince Young's doing these days, like he could probably do something like that. Right, right. Well, there there is one other option that Mac Attack took. Oh, is he, but he, did he become a stockbroker? Did he like go back to school? And well, it does he, involve money. I'll, I will agree. It, it does involve money. But, um, he, Something nefarious, not bookmaking. Like that's just, no, that's below nothing, him. Nothing, nothing that bad. Uh, he took a few grand to uh, to bang a couple dudes on a black gay porn site, Dog pa- oh. Dog Pound USA. Oh, do- is it D A W G? Of course it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, yeah. Although he does agree that he accepted forty five hundred to appear in a porn. That seems pretty good. Like, I know the chicks in mainstream porns don't make near that. Like, your favorite porn star is pulling, like, 1200 bucks tops for a scene. Right. Right. But it's the, it's the celebrity factor, right? I guess. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah. if, if, if the gay porn world is into Mac Attack Mac. Right. Um, but he, he thought – he claims he thought it would be a heterosexual porn uh-huh. and has no recollection of shooting the film. Wow. He said he showed up at some apartment in the Bronx, which pretty sure that's not a legit studio location. All all the best porns are shot in Bronx apartments. <laughs> exactly. Uh he claims he had uh he he took a pill and drank some vodka. Yeah. And the next thing he remembers is someone was waking him up on the subway at 30th Street. Yeah. And now he's fighting the stigma that he's gay. And here's a quote. Well, two quotes for you. My whole life I've been what they call a whoremonger. I love females. <laughs> Does, is anybody and, and actually it, called a whoremonger? I've never heard, you heard yeah, that term used before. Apparently. Apparently he's a, he's a 1950s seaman. Um, uh, and then another quote, just to clarify like where he stands on the issue. The only time when I touch a man is when I'm in the ring fighting. That's right. So, uh, Brian, uh, these these telling quotes bring up the following question: Does being on a spit roast between two dudes make a man gay? 
I, I mean, I'm not. We live in a different time. Ed. That's true. I'm, it's true. It's a very different time. Very open. Uh, it's hard. You can't really label people like you used to be able to. I will tell you this. Like, where on the Kinsey scale is Mac Attack? He's he's up there for for the good of the show. Ed, I took a look at the trailer for this guy's movie. <laughs> And it wasn't like one of those things where like his face isn't in the picture or, you know, where like he tried to hide his identity in any way. Like he has some very easily identified tattoos and like his face is on camera. His face is on camera with like things in his mouth. Mm. Like the kind of things he, that go seem, in someone's mouth. Did he seem unconscious or did he seem – No, he, see, he seemed very <laughs> conscious and he seemed ski, very – Ski pulling? Both both like hands. It, like if I were if I were having sex with two men for the first time, mm-hmm. I feel like it would be very obvious that it was the first time I had yeah. sex Think, with two men. Things are coming at you, right? And I would like not know how to handle it. I would be a, probably very tentative. And meanwhile, this guy he seemed to know like he knew the ropes. Like you know how like like boxers are real good at skipping rope. Mm-hmm. They can, it's mm-hmm. just like, whoa, he's good at that. Well, think of like, use that metaphor, but for gay sex. Like, <laughs> boxers are real good at skipping rope. This guy was really good at having at, gay sex. At shooting rope at men's backs. That's right. Well, I, most, I, from what I saw, and I only saw a little bit, he seemed to be much more the receiver mm-hmm. than the giver. Like, he was involved, but he was, he was, um, he, he was more of a, a bottom he was the jerry cooney of these boxing scenes right he was he was taking the <laughs> blows that's for sure and giving them he was the bayonne bleeder yeah and i'll tell you what this was not like i heard the story and i'm like well it's probably you know it's probably like when you hear like when you hear that um uh, sylvester stallone did a porno Right, and then you see, you know, then you're leafing through your buddy's dad's hustler magazine from the '70s, and you see the stills from it, and you're like, "Oh, this is like an art film." Like yeah. he's not, he's there's lots of naked people, but nobody's really having sex. So I I tuned into this the trailer of this gay porn to just see the boxer in like the skinamax of urban themed right. pornography, right. and that that wasn't this Ed. Like this is the real shit. Like I don't have much experience with gay porno, but this appeared to be like the hard stuff. So he, he's doing. He, he was earning every penny of that 4,500. Oh, for sure. There's a reason he got 4,500 for that because I like he, that. He, he said somebody it. woke him up on the subway and he found $4,500 in his pocket. Right. Like if you're going to drug a guy and get him to have gay sex and he's like, so out of it, like just don't pay him. You're not paying him. And also, I've taken the subway many times around 30th Street. And if you see a guy, this is midtown Manhattan. If you see a guy all passed out on the train, you're not waking that guy up. No, no, no. You're just, the you're only just guy waking him up moving. is the cop at the end of the line, like, hey, buddy, get off the train. Like, yeah, get out of nobody's here. Nobody's waking up a guy in midtown Manhattan. They don't want to be touching that guy. I, I feel, I mean, I know this guy's a, a self professed, quote, whoremonger, but maybe. I mean, he seems pretty good at this gay porn thing. Maybe mm. he can be make make a career out of this. Like, right. Maybe he can hold the heavyweight belt. He can hold the title belt in something. Right. Something the, the title else. cock. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. All right, Ed. What else is going on in the world of sports? University of Notre Dame has fired a female academic coach after a student filed a lawsuit against the school, claiming the tutor 
had coerced fighting Irish football and basketball players into having, quote, racially motivated sex with her daughter. Oh, my God. (laughs) A black student enrolled in Notre Dame on an academic scholarship in the fall of 2014. He sought tutoring lessons in the spring. The white tutor immediately initiated, directed, and coordinated a sexually and racially motivated, inappropriate, and demeaning relationship between the student and her daughter. The tutor would orchestrate sexually and racially motivated trysts at hotel rooms between the student and her daughter, and afterwards ask him about the nature, frequency, and quality of the sexual activities. Whoa. (laughs) Also, the lawsuit claims that the tutor would make racially charged comments about his sexual prowess and genitalia. Uh, the university spokesman, Paul Brown, called the allegations unfounded. Uh, Brian, considering that the most famous athlete girlfriend in Notre Dame history is the fake dead girl, Lene Kakua. That's right. Isn't this tutor a hero for actually providing a real girl? Yeah, I feel like I, – I, at least I hope that she's like, okay, go in there. My daughter's in there. Go in there and, and fuck my daughter like a champion today. And as they <laughs> went by, they, they had to like pat. She had like a little sign right. by the door, <laughs> a fuck my daughter like a champion today sign. And they like had exactly. to pat it as they ran in there. I need to know, though, Ed, when – like I've been on this planet a pretty long time now. I've been sexually active for a while. When is somebody going to pressure me into some sex? <laughs> exactly. Like I've never been pressured into any sex, not even remotely. No one has ever, ever tried to pressure me into any kind of sex. Just once, I'd like someone like, like Demi Moore in that one movie where she sexually harassed Michael Douglas. Oh, yeah. Like, uh Disclosure or something? Yes. Like, I want a situation like that where I, I am – someone's really trying to pressure me into intercoursing them. And just FYI, not a dude. Like, not that not that yeah. boxer from the Not Mac and Tech. I'm talking abroad here, all right? Let's keep yeah. it on the up and up. Just reading this story made me take out both my sons in the backyard and say, hey, let's get on some long snapping. Because they're not going to have the talent to, like, do right. – You know, I had them throwing knuckleballs, long yes. snapping – all that kind of stuff. Right. Kicking field goals. like <laughs> Right. That's all possible. Also, did, did I hear you say that this, the tutor, the academic coach, which, man, it's got to be a good, got to be good to be a college athlete. Like, oh, yeah. They give you someone to do your homework with you. Even if, either if you're a really good athlete, they give you someone to do your homework for you. But if you're just okay, you can still go and just, hey, I got to write this paper and here's the research I'm supposed to do. And they will walk you through it and basically do it for you. They I'll- show it. I, they, they show that um, Showtime is doing like a hard knocks about Notre Dame this year. And I yeah. can't stand Notre Dame. And I'm watching it just because I love watching that stuff. And yeah, they have this academic, these yeah. advisors that are very, working very closely. Yeah. And they know all the guys' schedules. They're all over it. Like, yeah. this is this is the life. So she's like, hey, let me, here, leave your, I'll write this humanities paper for you. you know, <laughs> head on in there and fuck my daughter and do a really good job. But then she needed a report back from the daughter as to how the sex went. Or she, I thought she, I thought she wanted the report from the son, oh, from she the, the guy. the players? Still. Yeah. Hey, oh. how was it, how was it pl- plowing my daughter last oh, night? Oh, what a maniac. <laughs> like, that's disgusting. Jeez. Yeah. Oh. That's a little much. I still, I, I want to be on the record though. I would like to, I'll, I'll refuse the sex, but I would like someone to try to pressure me into intercoursing them. Yes. Hell yeah. Just yes. for once. Just for, just, you know, just so I can say it happened. Of course. All right, Ed, what else is going on? 
Former Tiger Woods caddy Steve Williams wrote a book about his life holding bags for rich guys out of the rough. One excerpt from the gr- from the book is getting lots of attention. Uh, here's here's a quote. One thing that really pissed me off was how he would flippantly co- toss a club in the general direction of the bag, expecting expecting me to go over and pick it up. I felt uneasy about bending down to pick up his discarded club. It was like I was his slave. The other thing that disgusted me was his habit of spitting at the hole if he missed a putt. Business Insider then reminded the world that Williams was getting the standard 5-7-10, 5 5% of the check for a made cut, 7% for a top 10 finish, and 10% for a win. Williams would have made just north of $8.8 million, excluding endorsements for his time with Tiger. Uh, Brian, this whole story brings up two important questions. One, what person in the right mind is buying an autobiography of a caddy? And two, <laughs> how come Tiger never ponied up to fix those teeth? Seriously, he's got that one gray tooth in the front. He's got those one gray, one gray tooth, and you know the rest of them look like tombstones. Well, They're enormous. They could be Shave filed, those things down. They could buddy. be filed down. But it's just the one is discolored, very discolored. Although there was something happened recently, like when he was going out with Lindsey Vaughn, where he where he he claimed a cameraman knocked one of his teeth out. So maybe it's been fixed since then. I don't know. Yeah. That'd be a good move. I'm sort of conflicted on this story, though, Ed, because, like, Tiger Woods, sure, huge egomaniac and really, like, kind of a douche. No one should really treat their employees like that. And not only was he Urkel, I think he actually hung with Urkel. (laughs) I think Jaleel White, like, hung with him and Barkley. Is that true? Jaleel White. Yes. Yeah. But on the other hand, like this Stevie Williams guy was highly compensated. Like, I'm not saying my dignity is for sale. Oh, it's for sale for that price. (laughs) But for a couple million bucks a year, there is a lot I would put up with. I like what he goes. And after his, his, after he swung the club, he just tossed it my direction. Uh, Pretty sure like number one in the job description is. Take the clubs after they're done with them. Know the yardage. I I was a caddy one summer. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure that was the first day they tell you to 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 get that down. Yeah, know the yardage. Hand him the club he wants and take the club away when he's done with it. Yeah, he yep. threw it on the ground. He's fucking Tiger Woods. Right, he's busy. He's got a lot to think about. A lot of top ten finishes where you were getting serious cuts of that stuff. Right, that's real money. Like, hey, you had a nice run with him. You don't need to come out and. And like start throwing stones after the fact. And I, I read in the story that like he's also caddied for Greg Norman yeah. and some of these other guys. Adam like, he Scott. Has made tons of dough. Yeah, he really has. He's Why are you so angry? He's still in demand and he probably wouldn't be so in demand if he hadn't have ti- caddied for Tiger Woods for so long. My knowledge of, of caddies is pretty much the movie Billy Madison where he takes a homeless dude and just has him carry his bag. And I so, mean, that's all it really, that's all you really yeah, need. Exactly. Um, that guy, Jordan Spieth, like plucked some guy who was a math teacher. And that's I don't a, know how they, they, so you can calculate distances. Well, no, he wasn't a professional caddy, but I think he just caddy. He was a good golfer, whatever he was teaching math and he caddied for him for one thing. And he's like, Hey, how do you, how do you want to be my caddy? And then Jordan Spieth had such a good year that his ca- were his caddy a player, the money he made this year would have made him like 39th on the money list. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty good gig if you can get it. If you give yeah. it with the right guy. 
Yeah, I it, it's it's like I, I feel like we have stories like this often. Oh, like the Patino thing. Yeah, it's like I have I I I love when 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 assholes are getting torn apart, but at the same time, like this story. I mean, yeah. fuck you, fuck you, Steve. Was it Steve Williams? Steve Williams. Yeah. You know, he 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 was a, he was a little bit angry, but guess what? He was actually trying to win every tournament when you had him. That's right. That's exactly right. And you know, in some stories, Ed, yeah, everybody's an asshole. And this is one of those stories. Right. In some stories, everybody's having their asshole penetrated. Like that, that story <laughs> about the, the gay boxer we talked about earlier. Mac attack. Well, he was drugged. He, has, he up, also has break. his real name tattooed on his arm. Wow, that's a... I that's think he's called Yusuf. And it's like right there, like on his arm, like while he's getting gay sexed in the trailer Mac, I watched. Mac attack is a pretty shitty nickname when your last name is Mac. Yeah. Like... I, it's it's too obvious. It's like Big Mac attack, right? Like What's do something, mean? do something with Mac. Mac is a, a a good last name. Yeah, you could do something with that. How about um, dumb Rains? How about Rain City Mac? Yeah, <laughs> Rain City Max. <laughs> yeah, it's no like real deal Holyfield or Thomas the Hitman Hearns. Yeah, like there's a Ex- nickname or. I mean, the, the greatest nickname of all time was uh, was Pacquiao's early nickname, the, the Executioner. The Executioner. There'll never be a better nickname yeah, than that. That's true. It's a little like it's a little off color, Ed. It's a lot off color, yeah. but I'm just saying, like yeah. you'll you'll never find a more clever nickname than it's that. It's a great nickname. Hey, Ed. Yeah. You remember when we were children? You might not remember since. You were hobnobbing with the Springsteens, pulling full-size Snickers in your upper-class candy bars, New Jersey enclave. You better believe I told that story about forty times to parents during, oh, sure. during trick or treating. Oh, sure. But where I grew up, grew up on the hard scrabble streets of Costa Mesa, California, we lived in <laughs> constant fear on Halloween, Ed, because our parents drilled us with stories of. Razor blades, stuffed apples. Oh, and yeah, we got that too. Yeah. Needle-laden $100,000 bars. The like, whole needles inside of apples like yes. seems like a lot of fucking work uh, to torture some right. kids. And it's pretty obvious, like pretty easy to tell who did that. Like right. that asshole in the corner apple. was giving out apples. Yeah. Fucking gives you an apple. The, the number one rule is if you get apples on the roof, raisins yeah. on the roof. Yeah, just throw or, them right back. Or you put them in the, the, the neighbor that leaves the bowl and says, just please take one. Then you just dump all your raisins. I did there. that. Me and Fancy Sauce went to the movies this Halloween, so I left the, I left the, the bucket oh, out front, the well, bowl. Yeah, we, we took the kids trick-or-treating. I did that too, but yeah. I'm just saying like that's what I used to do with my raisins. They either yeah. went on the roof or they went in somebody's bowl. Right. Well, Ed, it turns out that our parents were really stupid. Yeah. Because all they would have needed to do was take a quick look at Snopes.com to see that those Halloween tropes that paralyzed us all with fear were pure fucking fiction. (laughs) But, Ed, this Halloween, a pharmacist in Quebec City did his best to start a Halloween panic of his own when he inadvertently handed out individually wrapped antipsychotic meds to unsuspecting Canadian children dressed as beaver trappers and Patrick Roy. I assume. Apparently some dopey French mom accidentally dropped the feel better pills masquerading as treats onto the floor in the pharmacy 
only to have some Quebecois separatist or Jacques Lemaire Moises Alou <laughs> fan pick them all up and place them in the candy bin. Unfortunately, Whoa. Yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't appear that any wee Gabriel Aubreys were able to catch their first <laughs> north of the border mellow because the mistake was quickly discovered and or their parents probably crushed and snorted the evidence. Ed, my question to you is this. With their lax drug laws, anything goes strip clubs and drinking age beginning at either 18 or 19, depending on the province. Mm-hmm. And the ground apparently being littered with all manner of psychopharmological candy. Why is Canada so much cooler than us? It's the fucking coolest. And produced yes. Michael J. Fox. Yes. All John Shaper. Candy. Yeah. There's there it Martin Short. Martin Short's fantastic. Yeah. Great. And it, it's just a it's, a, it's a cooler Ackroyd. Ackroyd. Yeah, it's it's a cooler place. And uh, they really, they seem to have it figured out, except for their bacon, except for their bacon. They don't have it figured out. Bad bacon. And just give it, I mean, so many of these kids on Halloween really could use some sort of antipsychotic drug. They need to be mellowed out. They're on a sugar binge, Ed. Yeah. And they're also just shitty. Wouldn't you like them just cool? Like, there was some kid who, who clearly has asshole parents. Yeah. That I saw, he had to be eight, right? Nine, and he's wearing the full Donald Trump mask with a like oh, a navy blue are you suit. Me? Are you? And he me? was, and like one person was like, "Oh, Donald Trump," and then he started being like, "Make America great again," or and like oh, it was they like taught a, him shit eight, to say. And he was so proud of himself, and oh. I was thinking, man, it would be really cool if that kid was sedated right now. Right, he needs he needs some antipsychotics. If he yeah. if you were in Canada, you could have picked some of those up at the pharmacy in the candy <laughs> bin. <laughs> that is great because usually when, when you go to storefronts, which I took my my kids uh, to, there are, there are lots of storefronts uh, yeah. in oh, Hoboken, yeah. Yeah. and they go trick or treating there, and like. They usually give out shitty things. Like the Chinese restaurant gives out fortune cookies. Uh, like, whoa. Are you kidding me? Sorry to put you out. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah. The worst was Johnny Johnny Rockets. They handed out a 15% off like Sunday. Hey, listen. You're going to need to do 100% off and a guarantee that that we're going to have a different chef the day I show up. Because that's that's still 85% garbage that you're going to give me a 15% What a bunch of shitheads. Here, come spend money here. Here's trick or treat. Trick. (laughs) That's right. They went with the trick option. Hey, would you like horrible service and people uh, singing along to do the locomotion? Then then come to Johnny Rockets. Also, in Hoboken of all places, do you need a Johnny Rockets? Like I imagine there are actual diners. You don't need an imitation of a diner in a place where there are diners. They, yeah, they, they sadly, Johnny Rockets exists, but like, so does Subway and Ugh. some of the best, best sandwich places on there. And Blimpy is there, oh but there, there are great sandwich places. Like, it's, it's just, it just shows you yeah. and Domino's Pizza. Yeah. They're just shitty people, people everywhere. everywhere. Yes. And yes. when I think Hoboken's like the fourth or third most densely populated town That's in America. Right. That's right. There's just, you know, it's a square mile with 56,000 people or wow. something. So yeah, a lot of, lot there's, of a, there's, facts. there's a there's a lot I mean, of assholes. That I didn't know we were doing the that. chamber of commerce here. <laughs> but I'm just saying, there's yes. just so many people, 
And it just shows you how many people are, are terrible at, at right. a percentage anywhere you go. A lot of shitheads. We all need to move to Canada. They're doing it right up there. They, they've, got it, they've got it figured out. They really do. They really they know how to treat their people. They got the fucking health care. Like you need to yeah. go to the doctor, you just go to the doctor. Right. You need some weed, you get some weed. Like not a big right. deal. They're not gonna sweat you. You need a Labatt's, Labatt's blue, Molson. <laughs> they got you covered there for sure. It's a little cold up there though. Okay, Ed. Ice fishing seems like a real bummer though. Yeah, it's a long day. It's a long, boring day. Like fishing. Not on ice. Pretty fucking boring. Right. On yeah. ice, it's just like, all right, when are we going to go inside? Yeah, not ideal. Like, can we go somewhere that's inside where <laughs> we're not on ice? Ever want to go fishing, but instead make it less tolerable? Yes. Like, <laughs> hey, fishing really sucks. But listen, what if we did it on ice? What if we sat on fucking ice? Ice the whole time. What if we made it really slippery and unpleasant? Like nothing is better on ice except for maybe bourbon. Uh, uh, yeah, I like I like when it snows here to take some beers and put it out in the snow. Oh, I like That's that. Nice, like an ice chilled beer. I like that. I like that. That sounds like fun. Okay, yeah. Ed. Hey, I'm going to give you a quiz here. There's a, as always, lots and lots of crime popped off on Halloween. Some very, some a lot of brutal, a lot of shootings, a lot of murders, but a lot of other kind of sillier crimes. Were they just getting into character, that kind of thing? <laughs> right, right. So I'm going to quiz you. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to give you a crime, and then I'm going to give you a multiple choice, and you guess which state. Okay. All right. Are you? You're giving me multiple choice, though, right? Yeah, I'll give you multiple choice. Otherwise, you just guess Florida for all of them. Okay. Or, <laughs> yeah, or, that's true. Or Ohio. That's the safe bet. That's the safe bet. Ohio, which is like the Midwestern Florida, or Washington, which is the Northeastern Florida. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. A 14-year-old was arrested after he allegedly took a pastry truck for a joyride on Halloween. Police found alcohol and drug paraphernalia in the pastry perfection van. Ed, did this happen in Iowa, Illinois, Idaho, or Indiana? You give me all the eyes. It's definitely Midwest. Yeah. It's definitely Midwest because pastry trucks. I don't. I don't know how often they exist elsewhere, but the Midwesterners love to. I'm. I'm gonna say. I don't know anything besides corn, but I imagine there's some doughy people. In, I'm gonna go with Iowa. No, Idaho. No. Idaho. Idaho. Okay, here's another one. Okay, a woman allegedly attacked her boyfriend with a fish. Cutting his hand. Whoa! Minnesota, Michigan, Massachusetts, or Maine? I think people are cool. This is a Great Lakes crime. Is it? Is it? I'm going to go with... I'm going to butcher this. What is it? Land of a a thousand lakes or whatever it is. I'm going to go to Minnesota. Oh, you were half right. You, You almost had it. Michigan, in fact, another Great Lakes state, Michigan. All right. But it was definitely, I, yeah. I feel like people from Maine are like kind of just, they're very folksy. Like yeah. this, this is, this is a Great Lakes crime. Yeah, I agree. You're right about that. Okay. Here's another one. A man allegedly shot his brother in the back and the leg while arguing over whether they would continue trick or treating together. Why are men <laughs> trick or treating? Men? Men. Okay. Ed. 
was did this occur did this crime occur in Missouri, <laughs> Montana, Mississippi, or Maryland? No, you, you gave that one away. That's that's a slam dunk. I'm I'm a hundred percent positive. This is dumb hick crime. This is Mississippi. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Right? You picked a lot of chill areas. Right. Like this yeah, Mississippi is where weird the lines are never clear with, between family members and sexual partners, <laughs> trick or treating partners. Yes, yes, yeah. Very, Mississippi. Like this, a rage crime over adults refusing to trick or treat with each other. Yeah, I would say almost definitely that's the most confused state, Mississippi. Okay. One more. Okay, hold okay. on. All right. Okay. A man was arrested for allegedly masturbating to pictures of costumes in a Halloween store. Whoa. Was it Oregon, Ohio, or Oklahoma? Hmm. That behavior seems like serial killer behavior. Yeah. And we know yes. we know the state with the most serial killers right. is Ohio. Yes. So I'm going Ohio. That is a very good guess. The, the Midwestern Florida, but no. Oregon, in fact. Whoa. Home of the Green oh. River Killer. Or no, was that Washington? I think that was a Washington. Either way, Pacific Northwest is a very scary place, and dudes are <laughs> masturbating in pictures of costumes. When I was a kid, Ed, I used to work in a, a hardware store. Yeah. And we would always- Richie like, Cunningham. Like, we were so bored all the time. We would scout the packaging for, like, hot chicks, and we'd be like, oh, dude, you should check out, like, over here in the lawn and garden. Like, there's a pretty smoking hot chick on the- grass seed package Jesus! but every year when summer would roll around and those rafts would come in ed those uh-huh. blow up rafts a lot of hot looking poon on the raft aisle <laughs> like, oh yeah because they want to be enticing yes hey, get a raft and you're gonna get one of these this guy if, if this guy was going crazy on the halloween store only imagine what <laughs> we'd do in the raft aisle okay ed yeah it's time. We, we threw it out there last week. It's time for the results of last week's Million Dollar Baller Battle. Let's do it. Okay, Ed, a lot of people, lot of people wanted to weigh in on this, but nothing, nothing really made the cut. Um, there, were, there were some terrible responses. Yeah, a lot of bad responses to this week's Million Dollar Baller Battle. To remind you... It was it was a three way elevator battle royale between the fifteen year old pimp, the guy, the kid who was charged with pimping, and I think that I can't remember what that was. Uh, the uh, the guy who ripped out the shark's eye while it was attacking him in Hawaii, and the woman who threatened to eat her neighbor's children. Ed, who do you like? That all three of these people board an elevator at the first floor. You are waiting at the fifteenth floor when the door opens. Who emerges? Well, first of all, the guy who who got attacked by a shark, one, he's missing a limb. Yeah, he's, he lost a leg in that battle. And two, he's a fucking liar. Yeah, he didn't really rip out the eye. It's impossible. If he ripped out the eye, that's all he's got going for him the rest of his life. Yeah. He's already missing the leg, and he's floating to shore, and he's like, oh, as I was about to get out of the ocean, I... I let go of the eye. Right. That's all you're holding I mean, on you'd to. Get you a, you'd definitely. get a piece of jewelry. You get a medallion made out of that eye. Would you not? Of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. And that would be your your point of pride. So no, he got he got bit by a shark, and he probably tasted like shit. And the shark moved on. Yeah, that's right. Um, he's gonna be gone. He's first. got one leg. And then the creepy lady. 
She's really creepy. She but really creepy. She has a taste for children, and the other guy is technically a child. However, fucking 15-year-old pimp. Yeah. That's a kid who's going places. Gotta agree. He's gonna he's gonna take her down. Gotta he agree. knows how to handle yeah. grown women. Yeah. Gotta agree with you, Ed. Yeah, he's he, I mean fifteen year old. I'm I'm still impressed by that. As soon as as soon as he gets onto the elevator, he kicks out the guy's peg leg for the, the guy that fought the shark. Like he's out. And then he then he beats him with the peg they leg. They might they might even team up and beat him to death just because they don't want to hear his fake story. Yeah, anymore. yeah, he's probably lying, telling his story. So they they right. they tag team him. They beat the shit out of him. But then he's used to sweat slapping women around. Like that's his game. He by the time if she's not dead by the time they reach the fifteenth floor, he's turning her out. Like they get off, and that's he's right. like he's offering her up to you to to turn tricks. That's right. Like he's he, he's got a way. Yeah, he's gonna things are gonna happen for him. He's he he got he's caught a man. because he was already a successful businessman. Exactly at 15. right. Fifteen year old. Yeah, that's the whole reason he got caught is because he was making exactly. so much money turning out chicks. Exactly. All right, good for him. Glad we agree there. Joining us now, as always, everybody's favorite segment of the show. Of course, I'm talking about Fancy Pop with our very own pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Woo-hoo! Hey, kid. I forgot. We have, a, we have a couple. I'm okay. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm hungry. I have low blood sugar. Okay. This is, and this is not the complaint hour, all right? This is, we're, <laughs> we're doing a podcast here. Uh, we have a people couple- People care about how I feel. Apparently, uh, people have reached out. We have a couple of life coaching- Is this the creepy issues. one? <laughs> there's a couple, yeah, there's one very creepy. Uh, first, <laughs> first we'll, let's talk to Reed. For those that don't remember, Reed reached out to us a couple weeks ago to shame his boss for playing Michael Jackson in The Office and yeah. also for talking about his fantasy football team constantly. We advised Reed to begin looking for a job, and he wants to update on update us on that. Brian and Ed, I took your advice and polished the resume. Now I'm trying to find a sales job where I can play golf two days out of every week <laughs> and listen to Travis Rogers now without my boss's Michael Jackson tunes coming in over the top. Situational awareness question. If you got to peel one off and the only stall available has a huge mess left behind in the bowl, you guys know I don't like this potty humor. I don't like potty questions on the show. Which of the following do you do? A, upper decker. Come on, Reed. B, clean the mess, then wash your hands. C, use the girls' bathroom. Keep balling, Reed in Houston. Ed Daly, any thoughts? If I'm going to make that choice... If I am going to you sign up for going inside a stall. You squat on the bowl, um, Vietnamese prison camp style. Do you not? You go hovercraft. Yeah. But but I'm saying yeah. if I've made the decision to enter that reign of terror, it's because I don't have another choice. Right. It almost doesn't matter. If you're in that situation, it just doesn't matter. I'm, already, out I'm already dry heaving yeah. just walking into a stall. Yeah. I, I, I am going to avoid public stalls. Urinals I have no problem with. Like, whatever. You got to go. You got to go. But, like, I'm going to make sure it is an absolute code brown before I go in there. And so, but cleaning. What, offering to clean no, the bowl? No, there's what? no cleaning. That doesn't, that doesn't come in. No. I'm confused. When you just flush the toilet? Yeah, but maybe it's, like, a, a round like, oh, on the No, somebody greased area. the can. Yeah. Somebody, yes. you know, skidded yes. the pan. Guys are animals. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You were just telling me the other day you came out of, you came out of a restroom and there was... 
period remnants around. Oh. <laughs> like women can be pretty gross too. Don't oh, don't just leave it uh, yes. to guys. As as a former busboy, I I know the women's bathroom yes. is pretty gross. I'm not gross. from this place, but what's an upper I even don't want to know what That's an a, upper decker is. You don't want you, to know. You go into the reservoir and yeah. so every time they flush, dirty water comes out. Yeah. But yeah. Public restrooms don't really have the, the do they don't. They don't. I don't animals. Okay, here's another one. Ballers. Phyllis Phyllis. Hold on. Five, four, three, two, one. Start that over again. Ballers. <laughs> Phil Rivers just spawned an eighth kid. China just terminated their one-child policy. We all know surfer dude Beckner loves the bolts, but this is about an ego gone berserk. Next, you guys should try harder to stop interrupting your British co-host. She sounds hot, and she is not a breeder. Ovs, love your show, but I am more than 12, so I'm not on Facebook. Okay, we've covered the Facebook thing. Um, Aww, love our, you. our co-host, love you, our pop culture correspondent, actually not British. is not British. I'm from the land down under, <laughs> Australia. Yeah, she's that Australian. New Zealand. She's Australian. I can confirm that she's pretty hot, though. I'll give you that. I'll definitely agree with you there. And Philip Rivers having eight children. This guy's a maniac. Is he not a? Yeah, he's a monster. He's a he's a complete monster. He's, this is a religious thing. Like is, he's one of those quiver this... quiverfuls or something, right? Yeah. The wor- the the world doesn't need. More population. The world can't take it. We can't take it. We can't. We. I. I. To me, I know lots of people. Both my sisters. People will go with the three kids. To me, over two, I get lightheaded even thinking oh, about yeah. more than two kids. Three children is a ridiculous amount of children. I feel like when I see up somebody with three kids, it's like they're from Little House on the Prairie days. Like it's just it's it's astonishing that you would have so many kids because you figured a few would die. Phil Rivers in this day and age to have eight kids, monster, absolutely for monster. Shame. And he's for like, shame. Well, how old is he? He's like thirty four. Like yeah. he must have been having a kid a year. You know what his uh, record at NC State was against the Terps? Oh and four. I was gonna say four. And just no. just wanted to point that out. Wow, it's great, great bit of info. First, yeah, we got the population of Hoboken. <laughs> Now we've gotten we've gotten selected Maryland Terrapins yeah. football stats. I'm oh gonna God. get this Wake regional. Yes, we're gonna get this regional. <laughs> okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in Fancy Pop? Okay, this story is pretty awesome. 98 Degrees singer Nick Lachey. Just kidding, Nick Lachey. Is he French? Love me some Nick Lachey. He's from Cincinnati. He's probably the most handsome of all the boy band guys, right? He has, he does have a sick barbed wire tattoo on his oh, upper arm. Okay. Yeah. Um, apparently, he's handsome. He's handsome. Yeah, he's nice looking. I mean, he's not my deal, but I, I can mean, see that he's all right looking. Let me think. Sure. Hold on. I'm, I'm going through the boy bands right now. Nick um, Carter. Yeah. Nick Carter, isn't that the peroxide guy? He was, yeah. the, like, the, he was the considered Boys. the cutest one from mm-hmm. the um, With the long neck? From the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that younger brother, Lache- Aaron Carter. Lachey's better looking than anybody in the Backstreet okay. Boys. Is he better looking than Timberlake? I'd say yes. No, I don't think, I think he is. I think he's handsome. Yeah, he's better. And and Timberlake's the heartthrob of NSYNC. He did I, hit on me once. I, I, I definitely oh. know Nick Lachey, who he is, but I, I'm pretty sure I, when you brought up the 98 Degrees, that didn't ring a bill at all. Yeah, like, he, they must have been the least successful. Yeah, he was married to Jessica Simpson, and they had that no, reality I, show a, together for no, a while. No, he knows who he is. He didn't. Oh. But I'm saying I know I know that much about him. I'm just saying, like, I didn't. 
No, but I didn't know what ni- 98 Degrees doesn't sound familiar at all. That was a long time ago. I mean, I know the Backstreet Boys. What about O-Town? You know O-Town? There was a reality show that Michelle watched about O-Town. Tell Michelle I, that yeah. I watched that, too. They all have the same manager, <laughs> and he's in prison now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's guy. a pet- pederast, yeah, right? he's a pederast. Okay, can, let's Kate, talk about Nick Lachey. you ever been to O-Town? <laughs> you, ever, you ever spend any time in O-Town? I'm too busy having corgasms at the gym. <laughs> Okay, continue. What is going on? Oh, yeah. 98 Degrees. Nick Lachey. Um, has aspirations of becoming a drug kingpin. He currently owns a 29-acre weed farm in Akron, Ohio, one of 10 such farms in the state producing weed. As it happens, Ohioans voted on marijuana legalization today. I don't know what the outcome was. In a controversial ballot that Lachey stands to profit from hugely if the state votes yes. So he, along with other farm owners like Arizona Cardinals, Frosty Rucker, um, NBA great Oscar Robertson, and others, have put up as much as $4 million just to get this ballot off the ground, in addition to the $10 million they've paid, each paid for their respective farms. So they've put a lot of cash into this. But if this coalition of weed magnets gets their way, they could be making upward of $1.1 billion every year from the drug industry thanks to this mandate in the bill they've sponsored that gives their 10 farms sole control over marijuana production in Ohio. So basically, any state-regulated shop could legally sell weed in Ohio, but they'd be constitutionally bound by the state to purchase their product from Nick Lachey and the Um, others. I just just want to give a late-breaking news, which won't be late-breaking by the time this is posted. Uh, 27 minutes ago, they rejected it. Oh. No kingpin. He's Although not going to make impo- $1 billion a year. I'm sad for former the- Tustin Tiller and Orange County Red, Frosty Rucker. Frosty Rucker was good on USC. Yeah, except that for that one time he couldn't tackle Vince. All right, well, that was almost a story. Moving on. Uh, sorry. Okay, way, way, to shit, way to shit on that one, Ed. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I Googled it because I wanted to see, and yeah, 27 It would have been better if the vote was tomorrow, but yeah. it already happened. Okay. Yeah. What Thanks is, for the update, but though. good for Nick Lachey. But, but the important thing is Oscar Robertson is apparently one of the biggest assholes of all time, so he didn't win. How is he still alive? How yeah, old the big is he? L? He's got to be pretty old. He played in the 50s. Yeah, but he's one of those guys that, like, you reach a certain age and you kind of look magical. Like, he's yeah. got that, like, junior fro, the gray junior fro. Right. Like, it's it's kind of a look that's going to last for, like, 40 years. Right. Good point. Good point. Okay, Kate, what else is going on in the world pop culture? People are saying it's being reported that newly about to be divorced Gwen Stefani and... Her voice co-host, also newly divorced, or about to be Blake Shelton. Okay, I'm gonna are, hold, on, hold are, on. Are more than just friends. Hold on, I'm gonna assume that Ed Daly knows who Gwen Stefani is, but there's no way he knows who Blake Shelton is. So you're gonna have to like kind of give him some that. Time. That might that might be Michelle's favorite show. Oh, right she now. watches The Voice, and. So you know. I, I checked out the other day. I never – it's not that I disliked Gwen Stefani, but I saw her the other day and she looked great. She oh. is so um, fucking hot. Gwen also Stefani's from Lynch a hottie. Yeah, she looks terrific so and that guy's a big yes. doofus. Yes. He's a big daggy she's, doofus. I mean, that would be the score of the century if that guy is, is nailing her. So apparently they spent the holiday weekend together first hanging out at Adam Levine and Maroon 5's Halloween party. 
Um, oh my god! Can you imagine that having to spend a party with Maroon Five? I'm like, hey, let's let's play another song. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's cool. We're, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're just, good. No. just just leave the radio on. Like, I, I would hate I would hate to put you out. Ed, I would hate for you to have to exert yourself. And I would much 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 rather spend the evening watching Chris and Marilyn. My dear friend, Chris in Maryland. <laughs> I would much rather watch his band than spend the night watching. Adam Levine's band. Room Nobody. Five. A photo Nobody was wants. snapped of Shelton, who was wearing a rocker oh, wig no. and headband. Oh. oh. So douchey. You know, Holding Stefani close <clears throat> with her hand, his hands on her waist and eventually down on her bottom. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Then they I, were spotted at Clooney's Casa Amigos party Friday night. Um, and then later at Jared Leto's party where they apparently left late night together. Oh, my God. Anyway, they're claiming they're still friends. They're just friends. That's three parties. He's he's a big, goofy guy, and she is really good looking. Yeah, she's on the rebound. I just wanted to bring up one of my favorite tweets of all time. Uh, Uh, At Brian Beckner said. Now, his name was Brian. Is uh, at, I think it's Team Henderson. He's he's a funny guy. He, He said, I'm a reasonable man. I'd be okay with Maroon 3 or 4 at this point. Yeah, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it's not on par with anything on, on at Brian Beckner's timeline, but it's yeah. still pretty good. Yeah, sort of. Um, here's the thing about Gwen, Gwen Stefani. Smoking hot. But the, th- the thing about her is that she's cool. Like her whole thing is that she curates a certain style – and people go, oh, yeah, like that's cool because yeah, Gwen Stefani likes it. She's a tastemaker. Yeah. For sure. And this fucking guy, he's, he's, first of all, he's from Oklahoma. I think all of our Texas listeners know everything I'm saying right there. Also, the dude, he makes shitty music. The dude's from Oklahoma. His music sucks. Well, he looks like, he looks like a stunt double. Up until a few years ago, he had a long, greasy mullet under uh, a cowboy hat. Yeah. Like he's, he tries to look. hide that, that part of it. That was a look right there. And I get that she's on the rebound and she's ready to make some mistakes. She just got out of a bad marriage. But this is, this is a bridge too far. Like, there's a lot of douchey guys she could fuck that would be much better than Blake Shelton. She's probably trying to make Gavin a little crazy. That would do I it. I think CeeLo would be better than him. Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> no one's worse than CeeLo. Also, I have a feeling he's been accused of being a date rapist. Yeah, he did. He had to plead it out. CeeLo. Okay, so. So he could probably. Okay, no, no. <laughs> I talked uh-huh. about, we talked about last week, Halle Berry's um, pending Divorce. Yeah. Yes, we did. To that her, Frenchman, her third divorce, Olivia Martinez. Yeah, mm-hmm. who's who, she's got some Ed, what's, really gross ex husband. Olivia all... Martinez. What do you know? You know something about him? Something specific? <laughs> His breath could knock a buzzard off a shit wagon. That's right. That's exactly. I love that. Right. That yeah. is Ed's. Like I that's his trivia. It's so good. What, what's going on with them? Um, she's got a couple of whiny ex-husband, including um, singer Eric Benet, who she. That's divorced, the guy with the sharpie beard, right? Who she divorced in two thousand and five. Sex addict. Um, and also, aren't we all? Um, former MLB star David Justice. Oh, David Justice, oh, remember him at Miss Mister Wife Beater? Yeah. Well. He, he denies that. David Justice took to Twitter Monday night to slam the star for vilifying her exes in a tweet that read, "Me, second husband Eric Benet, boyfriend Gabriel, and Olivia, Olivier were all knight in shining armor until it ends. Then we all become the worst guys in history." And then Eric Benet chimed in on Twitter, "My man at David Justice is tweeting some truth this morning." 
Like, wow. Way to really pile whine, on, guys. Really Get whiny. over it. Like, David Justice, is, they've been divorced since the 90s. Yeah. Right. Like, like, don't chime in. Get over it, dude. You were He's like, still playing you were with like Tom four Glavin. husbands ago. He's playing what? He was playing with Tom Glavin at that yes. point. Greg Maddox. Yes. A long time ago. He had to re- reinvent himself as, a, as an on-base percentage guy. Anyway, it's really gross and desperate when, um, like, exes chime yeah. in like this. Yes. Because at they the want time. you to remember that they were right. also married to Halle Berry. Because right. everyone's forgotten. At the, at the same time, I imagine... She's not easy to forget. She's a. She, I mean, I just saw her she's trick or treating with the, her kid. One of the all timers. She lo- she's like forty eight. She looks fantastic. Yeah, she's a stunner. Yeah, she's one of the all timers. So I'm sure it's a little because dude with the sharpie beard is not moving on to better things. Eric Benet, no. sex addict. No one's trading yeah. up from. He Hallie. cheated on her. Because yeah. he's a sex addict. She might. She might be a huge sex. pain in the ass, but I'm sure when she has, the next on the other hand, has been with, trading up at least looks wise. I mean, I think Olivia Martinez was that. Gabrielle Aubrey's beautiful. The, yeah. the next, the next person you're having sex with, if you just had sex with Halle Berry, you're going through the bends. It's like true. you, yes. you yes. might die like a like an astronaut <laughs> going down. <laughs> you to need the a earth decompression chamber. <laughs> yeah, like whoa, you need to put your cock in in a, an oxygen tank <laughs> yeah. to let it come back to life. After having been inside Halle Berry, so she is can, she is really? an all timer. So they can get prepared for regular women. <laughs> all right, you too. <laughs> <laughs> next, Kate. Next story. Um, Ed, did you see Leah Remini's 2020 with Dan Harris about where she put Scientology on blast? Do you know who she is? Um, I I mean I know who she is, but you didn't like see Ed, her interview. I, Ed, she has a new book coming Ed, out. Would you bang her? Leah Remini. Um, I feel like I've seen several different Leah Remini's yeah, over the years. She's gotten she's definitely I think she has she's surviving her break from Scientology but with a steady she's diet. She's eating her way through steady it? diet of carbohydrates. <laughs> but she's had some she's No, like she's had cute. good she she like she was part of that movement in like the early two thousands where it was just Half the sitcoms on TV were fat guys yes, with attractive with women, and she yeah. was she was probably the most at the time. But yeah. she she seems like she wants to play the Kevin James role in her next yeah. next. Job. She gets on Atkins though. She might be something. Okay, yeah. can be attractive. It's not body sure. shame. <laughs> yes. Okay. She's Kate. a very attractive woman. Yeah, she is attractive. Okay. Some some sometimes. Yes. Some sometimes. <laughs> anyway, so she went on 2020. She was interviewed by Dan Harris. Um, she's promoting a new book called Troublemaker, Surviving Hollywood and Scientology, which candidly reveals some of the organization's most shocking secrets and scandals and also takes major jabs at Scientology's spokesperson, that maniac, Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, yeah. What you say? You're so me? glib. <laughs> You're so glib, Leah. <laughs> Leah, you don't, know, you don't know the history of psychology. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Mission Impossible. Woo. Sometimes I Google that um, Matt Lauer, Tom Cruise. I'm riding my motorcycle. Look at me. I'm riding a motorcycle. I do all my own stunts. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it was interesting. She talks a lot about how she. um, So she's turned on Scientology. Yeah, she's three years out. So she's written written this memoir, which everyone. How many years in was she? Her whole life. She got indoctrinated when she was seven years old by her mom. All right. So seven years old. I, I, I see that. Yeah, I just I, I I do have a problem. Like we discussed six months ago when that yes going, going clear. clear. That's right. Like it was great, but like some of the producers are people like 
Yeah, I was in it for 25 years, and now I'm ready to talk shit about it. It's like, well, you must be a moron. Like, the, the shit they're it, teaching it, you. I, I, I agree with you. It's And she said, like, when she reached, she reached one of the highest levels, OT3. OT3. Operating, Operating feet, feet and three. And that's where they let you read... The banana the, shit yeah, that they believe the in, all that the, science fiction stuff. Like, they keep that a secret till you reach a certain level. And she said when she read the shit, she was like, oh, my fucking God, what have I been doing my whole life? But she made a good point where she's like, they're like, why don't you get, why didn't you get out? And he's, she's like, and say goodbye to my entire they family. They make you excommunicate Because with your whole everyone family. disconnects from you. And so it's, it's the way that cults well, work. The fact, they separate right. you. The fact that she was seven, I get it. Like, yeah. there's a whole different That's sad. baggage. Uh-huh. But, pe- but yeah. yeah, that documentary. There were a lot of people. It was like, well, you must have been really Agreed. stupid. Yeah, if you people that this for twenty people that years. join as adults are are real shitheads, and they should be shamed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Concur. She started having doubts when she noticed that um, David Miscavige's wife Shelley was in, like conspicuously missing from Tom Cruise's wedding, and then mm-hmm. was never seen again. And she kept asking people, "Where's Shelley? Where's Shelley? Mm-hmm. Where's Shelley?" And she was. Um, not getting any answers, and that's when she started to realize that something was going on. Did she ever ask why they were all wearing uh, fake Navy uniforms? Yeah, she was in that. She yeah. was in the Sea Org. Sea Org. Sea yeah. Org. Yeah, <laughs> she was a Sea Orger. Anyway, I love anything Scientology. So, I- so when when you're a kid growing up, like, are your summer jobs like cleaning bathrooms, yeah, basically, and yes. and yeah, shit? you're a total not slave. Your, no, you, they take you out of school and they put you in Scientology school, where all you learn is about Scientology. And then you work constantly, like you do hard labor all day long, like doing laundry and shit. Still the most jarring thing from that documentary were Elron Hubbard's teeth. Really? Look like, really look like in look like Indian corn. It was terrible. This won't shock you either. Tom Cruise had her come over to his house when he first started dating Katie Holmes to have her, Leah, teach him how to salsa dance. Yeah. I mean that's I mean, ding, if, ding, if ding, ding. that's 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 not helping the gay room. I feel like if Tom Cruise wanted to learn salsa dancing, he would immediately, like within six weeks, he would become like one of the top salsa dancers in the world. He's that's probably right. a fantastic salsa dancer. He's probably Matt, really good. you are so glib. I am 24th in the world in salsa dancing. That's so good. We should post that interview. Uh, You're so glib. Continue, Kate. Well, that's pretty much it. That well, is we, it? Ne- we never discussed the miracle that was Lamar Odom's miraculous Recovery Has from he recovered from that herbal Viagra? Yeah, he's in rehab. It was reported that he and Khloe Kardashian were getting back together, which is not the case. She's released a statement saying that she and James Harden is still 100%. Um, she's with James Harden? On. Yeah, Jan- Harden. She's, she's with James Harden, Harden and James Harden, Harden, Harden has cannot make a sh- – he was arguably the MVP of the league last year. And yeah, he took up great. with Khloe Kardashian and he literally cannot make a shot. And that's a weird move there, because curse, she's she's been curse. through the she, she's been through the NBA. Yeah. She's fucked the league already. Yeah, that's not like why. I mean, yeah. that guy is a stud. He just got a two hundred million dollar contract yeah, from Adidas, is. and it's all downhill. It's the Kardashian curse. Oh, yeah, man. curse with a K. Wow, good one, good one, Kate. Okay, that's guys, it. that's fancy pop. Excellent for this job. Week. Thank you very much, Thanks Kate. For listening. Ed Daly, fantastic job as always. So. Good. Yeah. Good job, kids. Yes, thank you. So, for Ed Daly, for Kate McManus, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye, guys. 
Thank you.